Shortly after I resumed my yoga practice around the fall of 220, my teacher spoke during one of the practice sessions about the need to hold what he called the noble tension in a posture. This simple phrase triggered in me a very deep reaction. My teacher noticed it immediately as my face must have reflected a strong emotion and he started to smile. I told him that I would write about it one day. So here we are and I felt the urge to share my thoughts on the subject with you. I must say that the term tension speaks to me a lot. It is a fundamental paradigm in one of the disciplines that I practice for more than 10 years now, the Russian Sistema. One of the main objectives of this discipline is to find and reduce tensions in our own body and also to find or even provoke such tensions in the body of our opponents. In a combat situation between a relaxed person and a tensed one, the former has an undeniable advantage, whether in terms of speed of movement, in terms of freedom, or in creativity. It is well known that fear presents us from thinking, precisely because it limits the capacity for freedom and creativity, whether it's on a mental, emotional, or physical level. So yes, Tensions must be reduced or even eliminated. But which ones? If you remove all tensions, then you end up like a jellyfish on a shore, in a flaccid and inconsistent state, incapable of the slightest movement and structure. So, clearly, some tensions must be kept. But then begs the question, which ones? This is where this notion of noble tension kicks in. In a yoga posture, it is a matter of finding and developing the appropriate tension, the subtle balance between relaxation and contraction. If I were to use the metaphor of a sailboat, I would say that the shrouds must hold the mast with just the right amount of force. If the shrouds are not tight enough, the mast will move too much and will not offer the right stability to the ship and may even break. On the other hand, if the shrouds are too tight, then they will be taking up unnecessary force, which will wear out the materials and may, in turn, eventually cause the structure to break. It is therefore understandable, from a purely mechanical point of view, that pairs of antagonistic muscles must contribute to the stability of a posture. The practitioner has to navigate this very fine line between, on the one hand, this precious stability, and on the other hand, the minimum effort necessary to reach it. One, then, has the feeling of being naturally in the posture, without any artifice, without adding something useless. This feeling is extremely pleasant, even if, for a beginner, it remains very fleeting. These few seconds of feeling give us a feeling of harmony that go far beyond our body. At one moment, 
this harmony extends to the rest of the practitioners, to the room, and even as far as the outside world. You feel that you are in the right place at the right time, and then your perspective expands. We gain space, both inside ourselves as well as outside. The word noble in its etymology means well-known. The noble tension, therefore, has the meaning here of the tension that is desirable to all, the tension that represents the goal to be expected. It is the subject of our research, and it is the desirable goal. When we see an advanced practitioner performing postures in yoga, we can admire that subtle balance between tension and relaxation. It is the same in a discipline like Sistema or Aikido, which in addition add a dynamic element since we move to the practice. We also see the same thing in dancing, by the way. One is confronted with one or more opponents or partner, and it is therefore important to keep one's noble tension while moving. When we see expert practicing, we always feel surprised by the fluidity and the grace they show. That edge between tension and relaxation, this noble tension, also involves a balance between yin and yang, between feminine and masculine forces. Too much yang and it is rigidity. Too much yin, it is mushiness and softness. Walking on this edge of noble tension leads us to merge yin and yang in a constantly renewed balance. This principle can also be applied to everyday life. In our daily lives, we will have to choose, almost every moment, the attitude we will have towards the circumstances. Are we reactive and tense to what is happening to us? Are we in denial and cowering? Or are we accepting and flowing? Are we graceful in conflict? Grace under fire, like the English say? The only way to achieve a form of elegance in the face of life's blow is to find that noble tension, that tension that will allow us to maintain the right posture without becoming rigid nor collapsing in limpness. In the end, like most creative processes, it is the subtle interaction of opposing and complementary forces. One must be aware of each component in order to assemble them in their natural beauty and effectiveness. To do this, one must have experimented with each side, wandered a little, sometimes excessively, in order to better find that dynamic line of balance which is the noble tension.